and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello, folks, and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show in the Sales Chat Show studio. As always, unless one of us isn't here, uh, Phil, Jesson, Graham Jones, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. So, we're all here in this session. And this episode is called Are You Failing to Gain Sales Because You Refuse to Switch on Your Video? camera. So Mr. Jones, in his official title as the archive owner of the sales chat show, has been wading about in the dim and dusty past of the sales chat show and unearthed an episode we did on the use of video in sales three years ago. He, He blew the dust off it and said, chaps, we really ought to revisit video as as part of the sales effectiveness that our, our listeners have because things have moved on and there are some principles we covered three years ago in the episode that still apply, but other things, we've had some new developments. So we said, yeah, good idea. Let's really look at this because, of course, many of us, whether we liked it or not, you know, you might have been a face-to-face mainly salesperson due to COVID and lockdowns and one thing and another, those have been a huge increase in remote selling, virtual sales engagement. And, and, and by the way, that's not going away. So we thought we would dig a little bit deeper into this and share some thoughts and ideas on how you can use video. Now, I'm going to quote a piece of research, which is absolutely fascinating. This is from an organization called Gong Labs, and their research covered 12,282 sales opportunities. And these were small and medium business and enterprise level opportunities, sales cycles. And their analysis saw a 120 increase in win rates when video was used at any stage of the sales process. So I think that data says, get your video cameras on, folks. They also, the supplementary information showed it's better to have the customers on webcam as as well. Now, could I I just ask a a very simple question here on behalf of the the listeners, do we know why people have not been turning their video cameras on? Well, I I always, when I'm talking to clients or running workshops with people on remote selling or hybrid selling or remote negotiation or whatever like that, people often will say to me, um, what happens if the customers don't put their cameras on? <laughs> um, and I will always say, well, make sure you've got yours on first because then in my experience customers go oh we've got cameras on have we and then they put their cameras on but phil i think some salespeople, i if i can be bold they might be getting a bit lazy and they think hey you know what i can make my calls today i can sit around in my t-shirt i don't have to worry about what i look like so 
they don't go on camera. Well, I think you should get yourself sorted out, put on your clean clothes and your bright shirt and get on camera, right? So I think, I think you know, why people are not, I can only imagine, or they don't think their backdrop is is, is appropriate. But look, this has been going on for two years now, right? Uh, under COVID. There are... sales, salespeople have just got to get on video, right? I'll be as, I'll be as blunt yeah. as that. There are, there are studies as to why people don't switch their camera on. Oh, okay. um, and it, it's to do with the psychology of self-identity. Um, and so um, one of the things that we do as human beings is check our own identity constantly because our brain has to be sure of who we are. Um, and so everything we do involves confirmation of our self-identity. And when we're in a group situation of any kind, we're checking what other, how other people are looking at us, what other people are saying in response to what we're doing, but we're never checking ourself. So in other words, we're checking the response to ourself. The problem with online video is you see yourself. Yeah. And so constantly you're aware of your own identity in ways that you're not aware. And so you worry about it a bit like when you, you know, you don't constantly look at yourself in the mirror. Um, and yet effectively that's what we're doing. Luckily, the software, for example, Zoom, allows you to hide your own video uh, so you don't see yourself. Uh, Microsoft Teams does exactly the same. Um, and it's really important that you do that. If you can't make that work, um, then, you know, get a post-it note and stick on the screen above your, where your picture is so that uh, you don't see yourself and you're much more likely to be able to participate then. So that um, the, the reason is that it confronts our own identity the whole time we're constantly looking at ourselves in ways that we wouldn't do and then we get worried about it so the easy way out of that is to switch the camera off yeah that quite well, that's fascinating fascinating piece of research into the reason uh behind it it certainly tallies with some research i saw about virtual negotiations where i believe if i was correct it referred to particularly people from the west feeling self-conscious looking yeah. at themselves why it was the west i don't i don't know western europe or whatever western world sorry why particularly it was that i don't know but the advice was very similar turn off self-view which, by the way, is not a bad idea anyway, because it means your focus then is 100% on the customer. Yeah. Rather than any distraction of seeing yourself on. So, uh, wow, that thank you. Thank you for that, Graham. But, I mean, Phil, I think also potentially, um, you know, people will say, well, I'm not sure it looks great behind me. Well, we many of the, many of the packages like Teams now, you can blur. Your, you can blur your background a little bit. There are virtual backgrounds, which research in the Harvard Business Review was not hugely popular, the virtual background. So, but the blurred version wasn't available when they did the research. But, you know, come on, this is just like getting yourself ready for a face-to-face -face meeting with a customer. Why we would treat remote selling or virtual hybrid, whatever you want to call it, any less seriously i think would would be a, i would challenge that right if, if there is anything like that just prepare to do it that's a bit like saying we can't invite people to our office to do a pitch because our office is untidy mm. yeah yeah tidy the blimmin office up then yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and there might be a little bit like it is, it is i am not pleased 
folks don't think that every single member of the sales chat show we sit there here in our three-piece suits for every one of our virtual meetings right but it's just it's such a powerful contributor to sales success that we should get on we must must get on camera you know and go on camera first even in the meeting invitation say to the customer we're planning on using cameras so we can see each other and connect yeah, you wouldn't do a face-to-face sales meeting with yourself behind a, some kind of wood panelling with your name badge stuck to the other side of the panel so that the person would know who was speaking and you hidden from them in the same room. You wouldn't do that. So why do people do that online? Because that's effectively what they're doing. Yeah. And, and I, I understand that people might have gone, well, temporarily... I can't be going to -to face-to-face meetings, so I'm going to have like a makeshift solution. All of the data is shared. This was happening pre-COVID anyway, right? More people working from home, working remotely. A lot of salespeople were doing some of their meetings in a remote virtual manner. All of the data is showing anything I've seen, the buyers are expecting to be out the office, working from home, wherever, two, three days a week. So you've got to get good at this stuff. That's all there is to it, right? You just got to, this has got to be part of your, skill set going going absolutely going forwards so make sure you've got a decent webcam make sure you've got some decent lighting make sure you got you know your camera position so it's not sticking up your nostrils or or something like that <laughs> and and prepare your background and prepare yourself right that's prior preparation and planning right that's always been a a key contributor yeah. to one thing i'd recommend to sales directors and sales managers is that the cameras on laptops are pretty useless. Uh, They are, I don't know why, but the cameras on laptops have not developed at the same pace as the cameras on phones. Uh, So the cameras on phones are excellent uh, for their size. And yet the same technology has not been put into laptops. Uh, So they skimp and save on the um, cameras on laptops. They're really poor quality generally. Um, so you're going to need an external camera that sits on top of the, the laptop screen or to the side of the screen uh, on a little tripod, for example. But, you know, investing 50 quid in a in a separate webcam is going to do wonders because then people can see you much more clearly than on the laptop um, cameras. Absolutely. So a decent HD external webcam should probably be part of every sales professional's toolkit we would we would suggest going and having tripods and things like that means you can position the camera somewhere where you can look past it and make eye contact yeah with with the customer you can have your presentation behind you those those sort those sort of things so but with a lot with 127 percent increase in win rates i suppose Phil, to come back to your question, why wouldn't yeah. you? Why wouldn't you go on camera, right? You'd have yeah. to be. No, I'm, to... I'm, I'm, I was just asking that question in yeah. case some of our listeners were bemused by the fact that some of their <laughs> peers were not actually um, switching the thing on. Yeah, I think uh, from my own personal experience, it's actually a little bit more common than you than you would imagine. People yeah. choosing choosing not to, and I appreciate if you're spending all day long on a lot of a lot of rapid calls you know you, you've got to give yourself camera breaks and things you know and things like that because you know it can be quite tiring looking at a screen because the brain apparently processing harder because it's a it's a 2d not a 3d image but 
So plan your breaks, right? I just think, yeah. you know, just remember, who doesn't want 127% increase, right, in sales? So, because uh, then you'd smash your sales targets, wouldn't you, Phil? You would yes. Don't smash- mention that. Move on, move on. Your sales, we know, Mr. Jones. Move I can on. resist getting in an, an opportunity to mention sales targets. Don't move forget on. to listen into our episode where Gray, two of them, where Graham argues against sales targets, and and Phil and I attempt to take the opposite stance. But he's he's very compelling on it. I'm not saying a word. No, not saying any. But you are now because Mr. Okay. Jones, you <laughs> are. I know a big fan of using video in another way. So this is you use video messaging as part of your customer engagement sales process. So just talk us through, because I think this is a fantastic opportunity as well, and a lot of people are not doing it. So just talk us through what you do and how you do it. Another use for video, folks. So I use a thing called Loom, L-O-O-M, and that enables you to record a video. Uh, Just do it in a web browser. Um, it's really straightforward to do. And then you can embed that into an email. And what happens in the email is that it creates automatically creates a GIF so that it looks like they're getting an email of a moving video. So it creates a GIF of you know various parts of the, the video that can be placed into the the email message, the body of the message. So when the person receives the email message, they see you talking on video Uh, and then they click on that and then it opens up the video itself. Um, And so instead of them having to read a a message, they get them talking to them. You get, they get you talking to them straight away. Um, And so it's a really engaging way of um, getting a message to people. Uh, People click on it because it's, a video so they want to see what it is uh, whereas they might not have read the content in an email fantastic and use that all the way all sorts of different i use that for all kinds I, of things yeah yeah give us a give us a few examples uh, so you know if you are introduced so for example when i um i'm doing say workshops i introduce myself to the participants by sending out one of these videos and say how i'm looking forward to meeting them at the workshop and, um, you know, for them to contact me with any questions in advance kind of thing or anything they want me to cover. Um, so, you know, the, the that's one way that I use it. Mm. And I guess, you know, if you were having a discovery meeting with a client where you got to the stage where you're going to maybe bring in your technical expert, you can do a little video. Oh, by the way, when we get together, we're going to be really interested to do this and, you know, have a little think about this in advance. People have also told me they've used it for prospecting, for follow up yeah. as, as, as part of them. So there's a number on the Loom Bomb Bomb, there's various platforms available, all pretty pretty cost effective graham aren't they as well for what they for what they do what they help yeah I, i'm not sure how much loom costs but whatever it costs me it doesn't bother yeah. me so. yeah. yes <laughs> ah so you're getting a return on investment and when the client gets a return on investment they don't quibble about the price do they that's, a, that's another episode for us precisely right? so, yeah so there you are there's graham as a customer saying i don't know how much it costs because i get this much benefit from it so yeah. uh, always show that benefit folks that was just a quick aside for another episode um <laughs> in terms of using video as far part of the sales process phil We've certainly interviewed a colleague, a buddy of yours, 
was who uses video and embeds the videos into documentation and presentations. Do you want to just mention that? I know we've covered it on a previous episode, but just mention it now while we're talking about video. Yeah, it's it's been very um, effective, just em- embedded video clips in uh, a range of slides that are either used as part of the sales process or, or indeed the... Uh, the training programs themselves. And um, for example, on one of the training programs, uh, my colleague talks about a meeting that you might have with a key account customer and how the first five minutes should go. And then he just clicks on said slide and up comes a pre-recorded role play showing exactly how that five minute um, meeting should take place. It's been very, very effective for him. Actually, there's another application as well for us on video, folks. If you're involved in any way in training your salespeople or providing that, giving salespeople on-demand access to video learning, those sort of things. I've got to go into a a meeting now with, I don't know, a a C-level person. Oh, quick five-minute refresher on C-level meetings in the moment that I can go in. Lots of, lots of all sorts of. uh, I think. I think the. I think the other thing that he's been very good at is, is that if he's in a. Uh, a sales pitch environment Um, and let's imagine that uh, he uh, knows two people of a four strong decision making process so he's in a meeting and there are two people that he doesn't yet know in any detail Um, if during the course of the meeting uh, stroke pitch um, he decides that uh, one of his video testimonials might be appropriate Uh, He's got a whole library of them. So if, for example, there's a concern in the room about innovation and creativity that he is able to provide, then he will access and show a video testimonial that clearly includes the words uh, that he's uh, the dog's what's it when it comes to (laughs) creativity and innovation. Or if another uh, client, for example, uh, might consist of a uh, of, of a high interest in the return on investment type of argument, then he will have some video testimonials probably recorded with finance directors and the like, where they're commenting on the return on investment from one of his programs. And if the sales director in a pitch environment is saying, well, what will this proposal do for my customers? Uh, he will access a video testimonial featuring uh, a couple of sales directors talking about their return on investment, which may not, of course, be money, but they may be talking then about the added value from the uh, the customer's point of view. But he's, he's very, very clever in going into a pitch with a a library of possibilities and he will select the ones that are most appropriate for that audience. Well, I think there's obviously a lot of hard work gone into pulling that library together. And I know people will often say to me, because if I recommend a video testimony, they say, how do you, how do you get them to do them? And I always have to say, we're in sales folks. It's called asking and, and get, (laughs) get your phone out and and record. And uh, a, a, a not brilliantly you know lit video on your phone is better than no video at all i would say unless it's awful 
Yeah. Um, and, and you can just say, look, I just I asked them to just record and I got my phone and they've done it for me. And I know it's not the best quality video, but hey, it's the customer. Th- so. There's one time not to do a, a, a try and get a video testimonial. And that, of course, is when uh, the customer's perception is that the service being provided is poor. Yeah. Um, leave it alone. Do not try and pursue a video testimonial. But if you've had one of those review meetings where you've said to the customer, uh, well, just give us some feedback on how we've done over the last nine months. Have we met your expectations, exceeded them or fallen short? If the customer says, well, no, across the piece, it's been very, very good. You've exceeded our expectations. That is the moment to ask for Mm. a video testimonial. It may also, of course, be the moment to record it, but it's certainly the moment to ask for it and get a commitment uh, to do it on another day. Uh, to loop back to our first comment about having cameras on for virtual meetings and doing what Graham suggested and turning off your self-view so there's only the customer on your Microsoft Teams or your Zoom, and then record it. They've all got, or they've all got record functionality. So with the customer's permission, if it's okay with you, I'd just like to hit record. And then, then you've got a great video, right? That's perfect, nice and easy. And then you just need a, a helpful 12-year-old to do the video editing for you, right? So yeah. if, uh, if anybody gets stuck, how do I get them edited? All the yeah. kids, all the kids can do it, right? So they'll they'll be able to do that. Yeah. Do Ch- that. Ch- child labor is of course against the law, but that's an exception to the rule. Yeah, but pocket money for sons and daughters, I think, is, yeah. is more is more than acceptable. Yeah, the, the law, of course, is that you can only pay them once they're thirteen. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the, the law is you can't employ children until they're thirteen. But <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping I've not now tarnished the reputation of the sales chat show as a <laughs> as a podcast by advocating yeah. child labour. I promise you, it was meant in all innocence. Um, <laughs> a one a one quick last one, folks, is just in case you're not aware, on LinkedIn now you have to be on the mobile app on your phone or on your tablet. You can now record a thirty second introductory video that on your LinkedIn profile where your profile photo is my goodness i hope you've got a profile photo on your link i still do see people not everyone has i know it's please get a decent quality video but you can it will also show a little video like graham was saying it's almost like that uh, gif or gif you were saying from loom it'll is a people go on there it'll activate and show a little bit of video people click on it and it, you can say hello i'm simon hazeldean and i and you can got but don't say you're simon hazeldean if you're not simon hazeldean no please so, please yeah, don't because that yeah. will confuse yeah. that will confuse people and you'll be hearing from my lawyers if you do <laughs> uh so why you would want to impersonate me i have absolutely <laughs> i have absolutely no idea so in terms of videos, folks, we are going to strongly recommend get on video for those face-to-face, in inverted commas, meetings with customers, those those kind of two-way conversations because of the increase in win rate. Consider using video messaging services like Loom, etc., using video as part of that. Embedding videos into sales presentations, for example, that you send or using videos as part of a live pitch presentation, whether that's done virtually or done in person. Um, use of video testimonials, very powerful, the Robert Cialdini social proof principle. 
testimonials, case studies, very, very powerful. So let's make sure we do that and get the video on your LinkedIn profile because it helps people to meet you and, and know what you sound like and look like before they meet you for the first time, maybe in, in person or, or virtually. And why would you why would you not want to do that? So hopefully a ton of video related ideas for you. Gentlemen, any closing thoughts, comments, anything else to add? Uh, only one for me. If you think about the sales process, we've only got two options. Either you do the selling or you get happy customers to do the selling for you. And yeah. that's where the video testimonial comes in. And that's where I would be going. Yeah, I often say to salespeople, don't tell the customer how great you are. Get another customer to tell the customer how great you are. Much yeah. more powerful, much, much more believable. Mr. Jones. There's only one uh, kind of video that we've not mentioned, and that's the behind the scenes video. These are really popular on social media. Um, mm. And so, you know, you've won a contract with the customer and, you know, you record a behind the scenes video of their product being made or their service being delivered. Mm. Um, and what the, the share that on social media, it shows that a you've won a new client. So it should, you know, that's good. Um, but it shows them what you're doing for them. And guess what that does? That helps them cement themselves to you more and makes it much more likely they're going to continue to buy from you. So behind the scenes videos are really popular on social media these mm. days. Mm. That's great. And if you've got Good support, you've got like support that. teams and things like that, you could do a whole bunch of, yeah. you know, this is your client support person yep. who's going to be looking after you. Wave hello. This is your engineer who's going to be supporting yep. you. And then, you know, the people who are, who are typically not seen, become seen don't they so yep. another great a great way i like i like that a lot and i think again it uh, is back in that area isn't it of using a story because the the background film is a story uh, that is clearly got some direction to it there's a start point a middle point and an end point so it's a nice progressive story as the customer's product or whatever it is is uh, is, is coming to fruition well, fantastic. Thank you, Phil and Graham, for those video tips. And hopefully, our dear listeners, that's given you a few ideas. Uh, if you want some more ideas, uh, we have over 230, 40, something I've lost count now, Graham. We'll have to, we'll have to do a, you'll have to, the archivist, we'll have to go and count them all up. An absolute library of episodes for you folks. So if you want lots of tips, tricks, practical ideas, have a look through the back catalogue. That is available from wherever you prefer to get your podcast. We're on all the major podcast platforms. Please subscribe to Sales Chat Show so you get notified of new episodes when they are released, which they are on a regular basis. In the meantime, from everybody here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good video selling, folks. You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. <laughs>